Hey, you're back with Brittany. I am the owner of Brittany Elliott LLC and the creator of Back to You in 5. I help mothers reconnect with themselves through self-care. And today we are going to talk about consistency and what your issue is with consistency. So bear with me through this episode because I'm bringing some heavy hitters (laughs) and some of it you may be a little bit offended by when I'm saying it. But remember, I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm just talking about struggles that people have with setting up um, new habits and creating routines and situations I've helped other mothers work through in terms of consistency. So keep an open mind and always remember that I'm coming from a place of love. So let's get into it. Sometimes a jump start is all you need to get good habits for your self-care journey. Join the 30-day challenge, Self-Care is Self-Love Today, for 30 days of encouragement and self-care activities to get you on the path to reconnection. Accept the challenge now at backtoun5.com slash challenge. So most likely, you are very consistent. You're probably a very consistent person. It may be that you are consistent with hitting the snooze button, eating fast food for breakfast when you say that you're not going to, staying up late, consistently scrolling through social media. So your problem is not with consistency and consistency overall is not the issue. In most cases with myself, other mothers who I've worked with, other people in general, the problem lies in how we're responding to triggers. And for triggers, I mean, for example, if the, so when the alarm goes off in the morning, that means it's time to get out of bed. So the trigger for that, the trigger for you waking up is your alarm going off. And instead of responding by getting up, you're responding by snoozing. (laughs) So you acknowledge the trigger and you're doing the opposite of what's planned. If it's 11 a.m. and you're supposed to take a break, then that means you should take your break, right? If 3 p.m. comes along and that means you need to call your mom, then you have to call your mom. I'm using these simple examples because we spend so much time negotiating with ourselves on why we can't do whatever the thing is. And a lot of time, it is a wellness-related thing, if I'm being honest. You know, showing up for the financial literacy mastermind, putting our phone away at a certain time, um, avoiding social media, building out your grocery list, building out a meal plan. We spend so much time negotiating ourselves out of doing that instead of simply responding to the trigger. And I hope as 
we move through this episode that starts to make a little bit more sense. So we're just going to build on it and see where it goes, okay? So this is why it's so important to create habits. When you create habits, when those habits are built out, you don't have to think about it. You don't even have the chance to negotiate. You become a creature of habit. Literally, there's no thought required. You just do whatever it is that you set yourself up to do. You just do whatever it is that you say you're going to do. And the reason why this topic has come up, you know, now and specifically for this episode is because I've been hearing a lot of people you know, say like, I have a trouble with consistency. My issue is that I haven't been being consistent. And I was at an event recently where I was a vendor. And when I go to vending events, <clears throat> I'm typically letting people know about my podcast, which you of course already know about. And then I usually have some journals there with me to sell. <clears throat> and a couple of the mothers that I talked to, they so, say, you know, I start journaling and then I stop. You know, my issue is that I'm not consistent. And I, you know, heard myself say several times, like, well, you're consistent with something. You're consistent with the thing that you're doing instead of journaling. So it really is important. And I say this so often. It's important for us to say the right things and mean what we say and be very purposeful with the way that we speak to ourselves and the way that we speak about our goals as it pertains to growth along our self-care journey. Because I know me, you know, before I created really good habits with, let's say, you know, working out, I struggled because prior to that point, I had consistently not been working out. So sometimes we only associate the word consistency with an activity if it's the activity that you want to be doing, right? (laughs) But consistency really simply means that you are doing a thing over and over and over, right? And so It's your responsibility to respond appropriately to whatever trigger it is that is set up for your goals. So your alarm goes off. That's a trigger. You turn it off and you get out of bed. That's your response to that trigger. Instead of snoozing, that's what we want to stop doing is snoozing. And I'm just using snoozing as an example because it's something that comes up (laughs) a lot of times. You know, people especially with me getting up so early and I've been doing my best to let y'all in a little bit more into my day-to-day life with social media. And I've really only been able to record um, more content for you like in the morning. And in the morning, what I'm doing as part of my morning routine is working out. And so many people are like, "Mm -mm, no girl, when my alarm goes off, I got to hit the snooze. And sure, of course, I want to hit the snooze, (laughs) but I more so want to get up and get my day started, which has been a process in itself getting out of the snoozing habit. So if, so let's say you set up this 
trigger response situation, right? So your alarm goes off, you turn it off, and you get out of bed, right? Now, if when you walk outside of your bedroom door, your child is there asking you to snuggle because they had a bad dream or they had an accident or they aren't feeling well, they want to eat or any other combination of the need that your child may have at the time, you can, of course, meet the need of your child or even your spouse, you know, if they have a need. You can meet that need with full confidence that your intentions were pure in your plans to to wake up that morning and journal or work out or meditate or leave early, you know, whatever it is that your goal was or the habit that you are trying to create, right? You do not have that pure intention when you hit snooze, okay? It's very hard to argue your intentions when your alarm goes off and you choose to ignore it. And I bring that up because there is a different, there's a different layer of what ifs when it comes to being a parent versus not being a parent. If you don't have children, you may be able to get away with snoozing on a Monday and making sure it doesn't happen again for the rest of the week. In parenting, that Monday snooze could cause you the whole week because every morning after, Tuesday through Friday, your child could have a legit need that prevents you from working out or prevents you from meditating. But that need doesn't prevent you from getting out of bed. And so the, the issue is not, it's not really the working out. It's not really the journaling. It's not really the meditation. It's people are struggling to get out of bed in the morning when the alarm goes off. And I get it because you're tired, because you're exhausted, because you're a mom. And exhaustion, I know it comes with it. So I get it. But the goal is to really have, you know, pure intentions. I talk about this all the time. When you wake up in the morning, you really have to ask yourself, hey, what do I need? When your alarm goes off and you, you know, go to get up and you think to yourself, what do I need right now? And if that need is for you to, sleep a bit longer, then sleep a bit longer. I don't mean sleep for five minutes until it's time for you to snooze again. I mean, get the extra sleep that you need. You know, maybe it's 30 minutes or whatever, but you have to give yourself the opportunity. There's so many people that I know, just people in general, who their alarm goes off and the first thing you do is snooze. You you didn't even think about anything else. It was just alarm, no. <laughs> alarm, no. You know, not doing that. But we really should be excited to have the opportunity to have woken up for another day, you know, and and not wake up feeling like, oh, here we go again. So there are some mothers who have a victim mindset around motherhood. And I talked about this a little bit. Um in the last episode. And I feel like season seven is turning into a season with the theme, like themes of routine and victim mindset and all this. That's just must be heavy on the spiritual plane right now. But 
I was definitely um, a mother who felt that way, who felt like I was a victim to motherhood. Becoming a mother came with a tinge of hopelessness for me because I thought I would be trapped in it. And believing that motherhood was a trap literally trapped me in it. And that's what led to my shattered sense of self in 2020. And it takes work not to feel that way, to let go of the grip we have on being in control and having a more relaxed approach to motherhood. Being a parent is definitely serious stuff, but that doesn't mean our approach has to be so ruthless to it. I recently read a book, um, it was called 10 Habits of a Happy Mother or 10 Habits of a Healthy Mother. No, yeah, 10 Habits of a Happy Mother. <laughs> and um, in it, the author talked about how a child is a gift. You know, think about how you treat a gift when you get one. You don't typically feel burdened by the weight of the gift. You appreciate the gift and you are eager to show it off and it brings you great joy to maintain it and keep it nice and you keep it safe without burdening it with the weight of your world. And although it's a very much an oversimplification of what what responsibilities come with having a child... It is really nice to try to adopt the mindset of just enjoying our children and the role of motherhood in the same way we would enjoy a gift, right? So in releasing the victim mindset of motherhood, you can also believe that you can become consistent in the things that will bring more joy into your life. So here are some tips to help you be more consistent along your self-care journey. So create an environment that makes it easier to respond to the triggers that encourage good habits. If you haven't read it before, I strongly encourage you to read James Clear's Atomic Habits because this is one of the tips in his books that I use all the time. So he uses the example of When you want to eat fruit and you're deciding that you want to, you know, eat more fresh fruits instead of keeping the fruit in the fridge, you should leave it out on the table and then, you know, just watch how well you start eating fruit, right? Because there's not a barrier to the fruit. You don't have to take those extra steps to open the fridge. It's it's like a mental thing. And so you have to do that with building your self-care routine. You have to build inconveniences and inconveniences. If you have a hard time getting up when your alarm goes off, then use an actual alarm clock, one that's not your phone, and set it up across the room so you have to actually get up and turn it off. You could, I mean, do that with your phone. I mean, the only reason why I shy away from saying, you know, do that with your actual phone is because a, a call could come in late night that you may not you may not hear because of the the tone of your regular ringtone or maybe 
it's on vibrate or whatever, you may not hear like an emergent call or something if it's all the way across the room. So I still want people to have access to you. I just also want you to get up <clears throat> when your alarm goes off. So once you go across the room to grab it, turn on a light and drink some water, you know, keep water by your bedside. It's very important for you to drink water first thing in the morning before you do anything else. And if you're really, really struggling to get up in the morning, and I use mornings because I know a lot of people have a hard time with mornings. Um, I recommend the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. It's, um, I actually ended up listening to that book on audio, uh, but it's a book that I read at the beginning of 2022, I want to say, right around the time or a little bit before I read Atomic Habits. Um, my husband and I were like doing a book club together. We were like reading the same books and talking about it. <clears throat> so he has a really great approach to mornings. And so I think that that would be a great read to help you actually start to change your approach to the mornings. If you want to be more consistent with your journaling, for example, you know, keep your journal out and in sight so there's no barrier to you making your entry. I've been doing that a lot because I use, um, you know, back to in five's daily journal. So there's a morning and an evening prompt. And what was happening is I would do my morning one and then it would be in my work bag or you know, up in my room or something. And then I'd get in bed and say, oh, I completely forgot to make my evening journal entry. So I just started keeping it out on the table. I move it like if guests are coming over or whatever, but during the week and most days, it's not hurting anything to be <clears throat> just out on the dining room table. It's actually helping me stay consistent with my journaling. If you want to drink more water, you know, get a water bottle that holds the entire amount of water you'd like to drink in a day. You can get those ones. Like I got mine. I ordered it through Amazon and it has the little, like, you can do it and only this much to go, you know, little prompts on it, little notches. And this is how much you should drink at 9 a.m., 11 a.m. and whatnot. Keep that with you and take the sips at the time interval written on the bottle or set your time, like, you know, set a timer for every hour, you know, take a drink of water. If you want to speak more kindly to yourself, write some kind words on post-its and stick them to your mirror. Read them out loud to yourself every time you're at the mirror. Or you could also just put them on the door that you leave out of every day so that you see them on your way out. My last little tip is to <clears throat> write down the things you want to do. Write out how you would like your self-care routine to look and keep it visible. This is, you know, the same idea of a vision board, but you may not be at the stage of committing to creating a vision board. So instead, you can write out your routine casually and just reference it daily, right? So for something more concrete, download the self-care guide I created at backtoyoun5.com slash guide. It's free. And you can work through it. And then you can just email me if you need any help along the way with building out your self-care routine with that resource. So just to wrap things up, remember, you don't have an issue with consistency. 
you've just been being consistent with the wrong things or with things that no longer serve you. And that's completely fine. You can change that up now. I believe in you and I need you to believe in you too. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you all very, very soon. To learn more about Back to You in 5, visit backtoyouin5.com or follow at Back to You in 5 on Instagram where you'll find self-care tips and strategies. Remember, motherhood is a journey, not a destination. <laughs>